Hello and welcome back to the Centennial 38 podcast. My name is Warners. And I'm Jared reporting back from international duty. Yeah, we. Uh, I had a little gaffe last week. The uh, audio corrupted and uh, we had a, a lot of good conversation. Um, we both uh, predicted a 1-1 at Austin. <laughs> yeah, and we both predicted Cabral would get his first goal. Absolutely. And we both predicted uh, plenty of things, uh, and we're going to predict some more things now because the Rapids, uh, as we said, they went to Austin. They played a 1-1. We have the game on right now. We're kind of watching it again. Uh, Rapids, of course, conceded very early in the fourth minute, and then the rest of the time they spent clawing back at it. And, hey, you know, a lot of people are saying this is a good like showing, a good performance. I'm kind of on the opposite. This is the best they've looked this season, right? I would say so. But the same problems from season 2021 and 2022 still persist. High XG can't put the ball in the damn net. What's changed? Hey, we uh, doubled our season goal tally. What, what, more, <laughs> what more can you ask? Um, so, and our point tally. And our point tally. <laughs> the game overall was good. Uh, I think you're right. You know, another frailty that uh, that we have bemoaned is we, we give up goals early and late in halves. This one was no different. We came out asleep. They caught us sleeping. Uh, I still question whether or not we got a great angle on the VAR check on whether or not that was offsides. But well, your big nonetheless, thing is it was... It wasn't clear and obvious. Yeah, because they gave the offside on the field, we were lining up for the kick. Uh, to say that was clear and obviously not offsides, then they must have had a different angle than what they showed on TV because the angle that they show on TV when he's on, the the player playing the ball through was still not, hadn't quite made contact. So I think it was very bang, bang. It was certainly close. Yeah. But in the, in the nature of clear and obvious, the nature of VAR, if it isn't clear and obvious, then you kind of have to go with the call on the field. I thought, but Ted uncle, as he usually does, <laughs> has other ideas. Yeah. And you know, it was unfortunate, of course. Um, it could have gone either way. It didn't go our way on Saturday. It's just one of those calls, you know, like, um, you know, because I, I think technically you are correct, right? But then when I see it, I think he's on. I think if that happens against us and, and he's on, you know, it's like. If it happened against us, you know they would have given the, <laughs> the goal against. But, uh, yeah, it's just one of those things. You're on the road. You have to expect a, a bad call every once in a while. And that one might not have even been a bad call. So, uh, you know, we, we still did the job, I guess. But yeah. it is frustrating to see us once again come out and give a goal early. Um, our, our MO is usually end of half, yeah. but uh, the first five minutes of halves and the last five minutes of halves have tended to be a, a bear for us. Yeah, and like I'm, I'm, you know, we're, 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 I'm, 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 I'm kind of like, I'm upset because, you know, the Rapids did play really well, but the time for playing really well, like I've already sung your praises for playing well, right? It's not like this was the first game of the season and we're on the road to Seattle. Like, hey, you know, it's it's a 1-1. The team played well. They, you know, they they clawed out a, a victory. It's like, no, we're five games in now. And, and, and you know, the, these points 
Like you gotta you gotta go and get him, you know. Oh, you you gotta give him a little bit of credit. Now maybe this is just the first game of the rest of our season. So the the whole oh, when we win thirty three in a row, we won't <laughs> remember week one. That was bullshit from the beginning. However, uh, you know th- we've given this team so much grief over the first four weeks. So now that, we're gonna go uh, twenty nine. You know, yeah, we're gonna go twenty nine and two and one or something like that. No, you know, I don't I don't have big expectations, but that's very freeing actually. You know, I expected us to not win this game yeah um i expected us to get beat pretty handily if i'm being honest but what we ended up having is uh a, a little reunion with an x in, in yasi zardes yeah, who, who still sucks y- you don't miss the x there <laughs> right like yeah well maybe we're both it, better it, off for the breakup if anyone if anyone watched that game and, and is clamoring for him back he's not scored in five games because you know why he doesn't have Diego Rubio on his team. <laughs> and the Rapids also have not scored. You know, Because scored we two. don't have Diego Rubio on our yeah, team. Yeah, they haven't won without Rubio. So. And it, you know, it does beg repeating because we we didn't get the audio from last episode. Now, uh, we did have Darren Yappi and Diego Rubio away on international duty. So uh, kind of a double boost for the Rapids. You lose your two best scorers. You have a feeling that that's going to be a pretty big detriment. And you still go down to Austin and take a point. I think that's an outstanding result. Yeah, I, I mean, like... I, I think in a vacuum it is right, and then this con- is the vacuum we're in, my <laughs> man. We got to look for positives where we can find them. But I'm also contextually thinking about about how this the rest of the season has gone. You can't be like if we are a team that can only beat kind of you know the top kind of dogs. If if we are as as like if we are the giant killers of MLS, you know what I mean, like. Are, well, we're definitely not because we lost to Seattle. We're not, we don't have to be the giant killers. I think we're mostly like the annoying gnat that, no. that winds up in and around the ears of the Western Conference where we might play spoiler, but we certainly like I, I, I have a very hard time seeing the, the story arc where we march into L.A. Yeah. And, you know, beat LAFC on the road or well, we, we're not on we the road. Take, we're home at home this weekend. Right. But yeah. I don't see us being the type of team that. That goes that. in and takes on a Seattle and LAFC. Yeah. And that's fine. Uh, yeah, I'm just hoping that we can be the type of team that can go into Salt Lake and take three points yeah. at some point in time, which should be a little bit of an easier task. Well, and, and the thing is, like, our should-be-easier tasks, a, t- a, great, a good team are the ones that can face those challenges, right? Like, let me give you an example. Nashville SC. They are... Let me see here, about one, two, three, four, sixth in the East, right? Their home opener, they had to face an, a, B, a B team in, in NYCFC. An NYCFC team was missing a lot of their DPs that had their entire, like, their, their best center back, you know, rotated. You know, Nashville had an easy home opener, right? And guess what? They took care of business, you know? The Rapids are not a team that has taken care of business. We also had that easy home opener, didn't we? Yeah, we had an easy home opener against Ben Sweat and and Graham Zusi. Two, two, you know, Graham Zusi's what thirty seven. Ben Sweat's probably the worst left back in the league. Still couldn't get a. Get it done against them. A hey, zero, listen, zero. you're Mr. Negativity today. Let's reflect on the fact that we found our our next best winger in in Rosenberry. Yeah, because he was pushing up a lot. <laughs> And, and and even then, like um, like if you go back and see the way the game was played, you know who was a a treat. 
Mr. Brian Acosta. Brian Acosta. Brian Acosta right now is the he, he's the comeback player of the year for he, me this year right now. I, th- I think he's been tremendous in every minute he's played so know, far. You know, like last year when we were talking, like in the beginning of the season, we talked so much shit about Jonathan Lewis. And then Jonathan Us? Lewis had a quietly good summer. He you did? Know? Yeah, he had a great year last year. I think Brian Acosta is having a quietly good March. I you know I you have to wonder whether or not it's it's he looks good by comparison. Yeah. Um is the only question because I think our I I rate our midfield so lowly. That's that's why with everybody being so excited about Ronan, I still have some questions about whether or not he's he's going to be a a real engine driver. This guy I just did a Connor Ronan just <laughs> we're watching the game. He just did a backheel pass as he's talking shit about Ronan. Oh, we did a backheel pass. <laughs> Whoop do you do? Let's see him put in a tackle. Um, let's see him score a goal. I, yeah, let's see him score. Let's take, see him take a shot. I think he takes one late where where you see like that flash of okay, he can shoot from distance. My issues with Ronan is that he is very much a lateral passer. He doesn't break lines, and I don't think he can put in a tackle. That's a whole other story. That what I was what I was originally getting at here is I think Brian Acosta, the things he does well, looks really good in a really bad midfield for the Rapids because right. he is willing to put in a tackle. He can break lines with a pass and looks to do so yeah and he just adds a little bit more heft to a midfield right now that is a little bit lacking in bulk well, i would say well here's another thing is because remember earlier in the offseason i said it, it you know it doesn't really matter i don't care who you bring in just make sure it's it's who it's who robin wants right <laughs> and and you know with cabral and porig says new phone who dis yeah well the thing is cabral sits on the we had a very lengthy discussion about this last week i I wish the audio didn't corrupt because it feels like you know we had cabral starting we had cabral starting from jumps how could you not start the only kind of natural striker i mean they put bassett and lewis lewis Lewis, i mean lewis has played there before and i've always said that that's a that's a likely experiment but you know it's another cool experiment that we're not going to see too often danny wilson at at cdm (laughs) yeah you're right we're not going to see that very often Um, so we're not going to see lewis often but you know to go over to go with bassett as a as a striker when that's not his position over cabral and then and then guess what you know like once we you know, put in Cabral because let's be honest, like Austin played a very lackadaisical game. They did. They, they were sloppy. I was surprised because I expect more out of Austin given the, the roster that they have. Yeah. But well, here's the crazy thing about Austin is last year they had four players outperform their extra G, right? They had Ethan Finley. They had Sebastian Driussi. They had um, Maxi Ruti. And let me think about the Fagundes. last one. Fagundes. Thank you. All of them had career years and then guess what towards the end of the season um as as you know we we this is not the first time we've done this to them oh we, I, yeah, we did this very to well them, aware. we did this to them in decision day where they got they got an early goal i, I think that was in the second half the, their first goal but you know they got the first goal we clawed back and we stole you know two you know two points away from them got got a point on the road and and, and it was solid like you know to, to see the team, well, it, you know, from an Austin's perspective, it's like, oh, the team has lost, it literally lost steam. So that's where we're at with Austin right now is they're, they're out of steam, right? They're out of steam from one of their, their, their greatest, you know. You would think there'd be plenty of steam when you look around at those stands and you see how many people they have right. there and all the it's things going atmosphere. in their favor. You know, I, I predicted that it would get tough for Austin, but I didn't think it would get 
tough this quick, but I still think this is a team that turns around, puts themselves yeah. in the playoffs. And they're in sixth place, you know. Yeah, like they'll be okay. They'll be fine. But they were lackadaisical. The Rapids took advantage, and it, we have to be the banana peel at well, this how, point in time. Well, and the, and the thing is, how many of those games you think the Rapids will have where the other team just sleeps? Given our record, given the roster that we put on the field, it could could be quite a bit because exactly. you, it doesn't exactly strike fear in the heart of opponents when you see Jonathan Lewis lining up at the nine. I would I would uh, I would say that Bassett was not necessarily a striker, but he was certainly a floating ten. Yeah. He was all over the place. Like he he was kind of uh, amorphous, didn't really play one set position. But I mean, if Cabral's not starting at this point, it's it's kind of wild because we wondered how much confidence there was in Jonah Lewis. Now he gets a start at nine before Cabral does. Yeah. So I I don't Who, know. Like, Jonah Lewis did not play a single preseason. Cabral was here before yeah. the, during the knock. You know what I mean? So it's, it 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 begs the question. Like you know, it, it, and they're saying, oh, Cabral slowly being worked in. We're five games in this season. You can't slowly work this kid in. He's our fucking DP, and he's a rental DP because guess who's paying. Half of his salary. Yep. Galaxy's a still galaxy. on half of the wages. It, it, it's confusing, but you you just have to wonder. This is something we talked about a little bit last week. Sorry you didn't, we weren't able to hear this, but we talked about the fact that, you know, if he isn't starting, you have to wonder how much Robin favors that signing. Uh, now, the thing that, uh, you know, the thing that soccer players do sometimes that makes them a, a bit of a hassle for managers is they perform. Uh, Yarbrough would have been very easy to see him replaced early in the season, but he comes, he shows out, and, you know, he's still in a job. And it it does appear right now very hard to take him out of that job. Cabral comes in late goal uh, off of a, a great assist. Finally, some production from Barrios, oh, you yeah, know, long time coming. Well, you know, I've, I've been critical of Barrios, and, uh, you know, I don't think he necessarily deserved the assist with, with Cole Bassett on the double cutback. I think that was a lot of individual effort from Bassett on his first assist. But this assist, he he put the gas on a defender with a nice little, uh, a, a nice little hezzy hay. A ball from? Uh, from Brian Acosta from deep. And, who uh, can break lines? Who can break lines? Who We've got to break, break lines. lines. Ronan doesn't break lines right now, is all I'm saying. Uh, but, you know, That's I had been clamoring take. for the Rapids to just overload with midfielders, and we kind of saw that this week because in that starting lineup, you had Brian Acosta, you had Bassett, who is by trade a midfielder, you had Max. I think mm-hmm. Max had his best game of the yeah, year as one. well. Uh, Max played some balls where you were like, oh, damn, there's our Brazilian. Uh, he he looked he looked dangerous and he did look willing to take a player on from time to time. So um, a game where we thought that you know everything was going against us. We were terrible the last four weeks. Go ahead and take the best two attackers out of a bad team and we've got no chance. All of a sudden they go down and take a point off Austin and, and hopefully that sparks something in this yeah. team where they think, well, you know what? We did it without our strikers. Maybe we add, we add Rubio back into this team. We have we have Yappy as our super sub with Cabral now maybe uh, in the mix for one of the wing spots. But I think there is a lot more to be excited about and a lot more to be optimistic about this week than there was last. If they play like this. And you have to hope they will. <laughs> but, you know, like it. It makes me wonder if the stylistic matchup here was, you know, in favor of Colorado. I mean, my big thing about um, Barrios is, yes, he got the assist, right? But I'm currently looking. He had the exact same chance earlier 
but he took it one on one. And you, you, as a scoring player who's you know hard up for form, I don't mind you taking on a shot, especially from that angle. Like, could he have squared it? Possibly, but, but here's the thing: Barrios has been doing that for two. Yeah, for, yeah. This is last season was his indecisiveness, right? All of twenty two was he should have passed when he shot when he you know when he shot or he should have shot when he passed. You know what I mean? And, and just so many crosses that just we, – we cross so often to just and never errant Zardis. nothing. Never and, to Zardis. That's <laughs> yeah, right. what I never got. I think that's actually – like, that's, right that served the Rapids oh. well this week is that we weren't constantly trying to cross. Yeah. You know, And it may, maybe that's uh, – maybe that makes it harder to see an offensive philosophy. But if the offensive philosophy had been to cross – we didn't have anybody there to finish. You know, Yappi is a young player. He doesn't have the body control. He doesn't have the, yeah, the experience to be that fox in the box yet. He's still he's like a he's, he's a baby deer there. in the box. Yeah. You know, he's not the fox yet. He, and I, he's and still I hate trying when to they find play him feet. as a winger. He can't play I, as a winger. I don't get why they force him because because when he came on when he came yeah. on when Cabral came on in the last home game, Yappi played as a left wing. I'm like, why is Yappi on the wing? Why is Cabral the guy where? You know, yeah, I think that in in that situation they're probably playing amorphous. They're trying to play two nines, but in that situation again, you've got a guy at 18 years old that just is not familiar enough. He is not nuanced enough to be able to find himself in the most dangerous of positions. I think coaching wise, there's there's another little knock on Robin where you have you know four games with an 18 year old striker. He doesn't find a whole lot of quality chances. A couple. But do you honestly feel like Yappy's gotten some confidence in the games he's gone run out to? Well, that's tough to say. I think that it does inspire some confidence when you're only 18 years old. You know, you're young enough. You should be asking somebody to prom right now, and right. you're out there playing in an MLS game. That would inspire some confidence, but at the same time, you also have that natural self-doubt that scoring goals takes care of in a big way. Right. So well, I and, do and anticipate like, he's going to see plenty of minutes. I do think he'll score goals. The sooner he scores the more he scores on the season. Like it, the longer it takes, the more doubt, the more yeah. the more indecision and creeps up. And the thing is, I'm sure that, you know, I don't know if you know the psychological the psychological kind of reasons why basketball players will shoot after, you know, after plays dead is because, you know, seeing the ball go through the hoop is is that confidence builder. Like, oh I can hit this right. You know, Yappy's shot. Yappy scored a goal, technically, right? Well, it may no, not, not technically. It may not have counted, but at least in his mind, he knows this is you know, this is how <laughs> it feels. This is how you know scoring let's, a goal. Let's wait till he puts one in the back of the net for before sure, we, for sure. we before we give him credit for one. But I think that's coming. But I, I mean, think that's even, coming. Even his even his post hit insult in Seattle like that that should have been enough for us to kind of spur on and keep going. Of course, the the wheels fell off and. We were right there, front and center, to see it, you know, come off. But, you know, overall, I think um, uh, the striker situation. I mean, if if Cabral doesn't start after this goal, I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't know what what could cause him not to start. It seems like a no brainer, but that's actually a good conversation to start. So, looking at this game, we we play this weekend against a small team. Uh, you know, they're newly formed, not a lot of history, uh, kind of a plastic bunch out there. LAFC, who does bring an impressive lineup along with, but no um, bail, yeah, who are the players for the Rapids right now that you can't sit? Let's start there. Who can't Ryan you sit? I think you got to play Acosta. Yeah, he's played his Rosenberry, way into the spot. Of course, Max Sue. Yep. Uh, Rose, uh, not Rose, uh, Yarbrough. 
Yarbrough seems Yarbrough like he's is, earned a spot. He he does deserve that job. So according to, we'll give a shout out here to um, one of my one of my stats guys. I look I look forward to his tweets, but according to uh, Aldo Comi, A L D O C O M I, um, Yarbrough after five games is the seventh best keeper in the league. You don't of, bench the seventh best keeper in the league out of twenty nine teams. So he's he's at least in the top, you know, quarter percent, top twenty five percent of you know goalies. Yeah, and Illich is having a great semester abroad. <laughs> he gets to enjoy Denver, Colorado, and as and long may it continue until we see Yarbrough. You know, we've we in the past have seen Yarbrough lose his brain a bit. That's not been the case this year. He's been no. very, very solid, and I don't think you can replace him. So, absolutely. So, who do we have so far? We've got Maxu. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Brian Acosta, I think, has played his way in. We've got Rosenberry, who is just, you know, first name on the team sheet type of guy. If he's healthy, he plays. Who else? Um, the left-back spot is tough. Left-back spot is tough. I think Markinich was not as good Saturday and as he, he was the week he, before. And he didn't play, so I don't have that sample size to really know. Oh, yeah, that's know. right. That's right, yeah. So, he, but Markinich th- has shown some you know, some spots, but when you have that that question, if you know who who does play left back, I, again, when you look around the park, you got to find a spot for Brian Galvan. So yeah, I, well, I wonder if we do play a back five, if he so Galvan's injured now. Yeah, so he, he had a groin well. injury. Oh, okay, like that's so that's why he's not the, been playing. Back on the injury sheet. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how who let that happen or or why you know like. What happened to the healthy team we were going into preseason? Because it's not like Galvan didn't play, you know what I mean? And he played in Seattle, too. Yeah. I just want to see Galvan. We want to see Galvan. That is my, only, see that Galvan. Is my only hope for this season is to see Galvan. And, you know, if it's in the left-back spot, if it's, at a, it's, if it, if it's at a 10, you know, behind either Rubio You've got or Bassett, Yappy. Max, Rubio. Like, there's some players that can play in that, like, central and they all uh, shadow different. striker They're type of spot. They're all so different. You know Very much I mean? so. Very Galvan much so. is probably this, you know, quick speedster. Max is probably a, a lot more of a. Your diamond midfield would be. I'm clamoring. For I'm it, saying dude. I, I I would love to see four midfielders. You think Brian Acosta can probably occupy the six better than I anybody mean, we else we have right now? Like, what have I been saying? If we're gonna run a four-three-three, we need better wingers, right? I thought Cabral was going to be one of those wingers, and, and it doesn't appear that it way, look huh? Like he's anything. Yeah, it doesn't well, appear it, that way. Not anything in the sense of like he sucks, but he doesn't look like he's like. What is his role on the team? Is he a striker? Is he a left wing? Is he a fucking midfielder? Is you know like he is a is shiny ornament on a very ugly tree at this point, <laughs> yeah. you know? And I I think that that's no. Uh, I, I, you know, I, ha- I hate to let him off the hook too much because he hadn't been good in the first, you know, the first few appearances, but it's going to be very hard for him to show out at his best when we aren't at, you know, the Rapids are, are not at their best. We're yeah. not creating a lot of chances. It's going to be tough to see where he fits in because you add Rubio, you add Yappi back into this team and Cabral's not a nine. Yeah. So I think he does have to he does have to find his spot on the wings and uh, well, who, who else? Well, if he couldn't get the starting nine spot here. <laughs> that that's a great question. That's and what, a, so what, why already. was Lewis preferred to Cabral? Uh, I mean, we weren't sure Lewis was healthy. We're not a hundred percent sure. That like here's the Cabral thing: is healthy, if, given the fact he isn't seeing a lot of minutes. If you're easing Cabral into the lineup, why are you not easing Lewis into the lineup? Who is coming? He was who missed preseason, right? So he missed preseason. Due to injury, is his injury? Does, is it fuck Lewis's injury at that point? 
or is it that Robin's just more comfortable? He's seen Lewis before, you know, he, he knows what he has. And with Cabral, I don't think any of us know exactly what we have. And if we have to trust the sample size before the last 10 minutes against Austin, it looks like the same player that was there at the Galaxy. So he's an enigma. Yeah. Uh, and that's going to be something that, you know, it, for, for the rapid season to go well, <laughs> he has to find a spot. Like, we are not going to have an outstanding season with Kevin Cabral scoring, you know, two or three goals on Here the season. There, we, yeah. do, we do need production from that player. Um, we'll be interesting to see where Rubio and Yappi slot back in on return from international duty. Understand that they are clear for this weekend, so we, we do have them at least available. And, um, you know, I... Are they going to pull a Denny Bowanga for LAFC and fly from their fucking international camp <laughs> the same day and then play and then score. Hey, we'll hope one of them scores. Um, Rubio yet to open his account, but you, you have to imagine that's just around the corner. Yeah. And we're, we're hoping for a big season there. And and yet we talked about this before. If Rubio doesn't have a double-digit goal-scoring season, we don't make the playoffs. I think that's just yeah, bang that's, obvious. You know, he's missed five games. Well, He's got a plenty of season left, but... The you Rapids know. have pretty much taken five games. You know, <laughs> we've only scored two, Bassett with one, Cabral with one. So uh, we still, the, the questions are not answered as no. far as where the offense comes and from. Who's and we do have to win up. games. Yeah, no. Who's going to step up? And you know, I think Max has stepped up a little bit this year. Brian Acosta has stepped up a little bit this year. Now it's going to be a matter of can we can we combine those performances? Can we get the guys in form on the in. field yeah. and and produce at it? There's really there's no way around it. We we have to be better than the sum of the parts. Yes. Because the sum of the parts is outside the playoffs. <laughs> we have to be better than that or somebody. Yeah, well, or somebody has to have an ethereal season. But I yeah. don't I don't see that one special guy shining through. I do see a collective, the collective mindset, the uh, togetherness of the team, the the shape of the lines, for God's sake, was better against Austin than yeah. it has been the rest of the season. So, yeah, again, no, I, I say, never, I will never not say that. Going just, going into next week, we have more to be optimistic about than we have really at any other point in this season. Well, see, here's my main thing, because I've already seen this game. I've seen this game last – I saw this game last year. I saw it in 2021 – I've already seen the Rapids play good footy, right? And I went on and defended them when they, whenever they, whenever they lost, right? Like, hey, I know we lost to Minnesota, but the team played well. You know, I know we drew. There's plenty of that, right? There's like a, a lot of, you know, good coming our way. However, however, I've already seen this. The problems that have persisted for years are still there, right? And what is it? We can't put the ball in the back of the net. Two point four xg, Jared. That makes my mouth water <laughs> that that is like like and the thing is i i can't lead every show like hey we played well we got 2.4 xg it's like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. everyone gets are, sick of that me especially we are the least performing x like x xg is a beautiful stat but the the one stat that really matters is goals per game and yeah. we've talked about this a number of times the rapids have to be at 1.5 goals per game in order to be a playoff team <laughs> and insane. we are nowhere nope flipping near that wherever yet. the so Wherever we, the goals come, because even we've if it's got a to find goals. If it's a two-two draw, it's like fuck, you know, like a two-two draw would be like the most exciting thing we could ask for right yeah. now. Like scoring two in one match, <laughs> oh my! We can, uh, um, you, you know, know you, you said you know we doubled our our goal scoring tally, two goals, and we can do that again. Two. 
just, you know, we can double it again. We can double it in one match against LAFC. Wouldn't it be beautiful? Yeah. How do you feel about that match? Well, let's talk about it because uh, on my big board. I see a big circle around Rapids at plus 220, which means Juan is optimistic a <laughs> no. little bit about this match. You're feeling some kind of way. Well, here's the thing because, you know, when LAFC – Last you know, the last two trips that LAFC have, have have had to Colorado, they've been losses, a two nil loss and a five two loss, right? So that that and, and granted, when we go over there, we get our our, our fucking shit kicked in. Well, um, we go to you know a Texaco down the corner and get our shit kicked in. We don't play <laughs> on the road. Yeah. So the thing is, like uh, the Rapids are at plus two twenty again. Uh, any any advice here on the show? Got to give the gambling warning. If you are to bet a team, this is a valuable bet, right? <laughs> because last year, forty nine percent of teams in MLS won their home games, right? The, in 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 all the games, forty nine percent of the home team won, right? It's almost fifty, right? Fifty fifty odds is usually plus one hundred, right? Yes or no? Ah, there's a little coin, bit more that goes into it than just who's play? at home. I mean, yeah, you would think it's 50-50. That's a plus 100. Now, I think there is some reason that the desert sees the Rapids being of, an of underdog. Course, of course, of course. And they are they are a home underdog. However, if you if you go back and watch the LAFC game, and, and, and literally when I, um, when I come on here and I tell the listeners go back and watch it, I really hope you fucking go and watch it. <laughs> And if you need to figure out how you rewatch the games, just text one of us and don't feel bad that you can't figure it out because it's really, really hard to figure out how to find the replays or, on Apple TV. Or text, but you can ask me. Text the MLS I'm also Apple old. Savant, uh, Jason Maxwell. <laughs> we, need, we need to give him more shit to do. So go to Jason Maxwell if you don't know how to find this game. But when, the, when LAFC played their last game against FC Dallas, they were... They were more so, um, they were also lackadaisical. Buanga's goal in the last minute was just a fuck-up from Dallas. Dallas was about to escape with a 1-1, down 10 men. They scored down 10 men. Now, we're not Dallas, of course. But that just, I just, that just goes to show that LAFC is not, like, not... They are not the team that is like infallible. Yes, thank there you. are chinks in the armor. Yes, and I think um, the shit the shit part about the schedule is we're we're playing them when they have the opportunity to go and and um, they have their roster right. It's not like they're in midweek international duty shit. They it's not like they have CCL. We're not catching them on a on a on a uh, you know on, on an off day. So my hope is if we can't catch SKC on an off day, if we can't catch Minnesota on an off day at home, what if we catch a full-strength LAFC at home? At plus 220, the odds are nice there. That's what I'm saying. I mean, the odds burn in our favor to pull out a draw against Austin. So, you know, that's that's what I'm saying. The thing we have to be excited about, the only thing that can carry us through this season is being the plucky underdog. Yeah. And that's, you know, being an underdog at home, home that, should, nice. that should slip a burr in your ass. Yeah. You know, you should be upset when you see that you're plus 220 at home. You're you're not favored in your own backyard. So, I mean, the, the that goes to show that there's no expectations. 
Yeah. Uh, you know, nobody's expecting a dub here. <laughs> and this so, team crumbles when it's must wins. Remember it, last we year? We don't do well under must wins, <laughs> but we actually, uh, you know, from what I know of Robin, from what I know of the Rapids and of recent history, we probably perform best when nobody expects anything at all. So right. we, we kind of are, we're finding ourselves in that spot in the season where last week we were talking about the season's dead. Uh, we get we get a draw on the road, and maybe it ain't quite dead yet. Maybe yeah. maybe we get that Undertaker meme or Undertaker gif where you just back, pop back yeah. up, and you're, you're like, ah, you know what? I haven't I haven't been give give me Ru- all the way. Give me Rubio because that's what that's what Rubio is coming back into this. Rubio team. healthy Rubio enough to start Undertaker. for Chile. Yeah, healthy yeah. enough to start and for he, Chile. Yeah. So, so if he's not if he's available and he doesn't start. Something's going on. <laughs> well, something's always going on. But at the same time, as fans and uh, being the, the rowdy South End we will be, we hope to see the best players on the field. And when you have the best players on the field, Diego Rubio is at the top of that list. Yeah, absolutely. And I think everyone's ready to sing. Yeah, isn't that crazy how I said that a couple of years ago, that Rubio's our best player? And now we're all waiting. All for we the had comeback. to do was just get rid of all the other good players. And all of a sudden, <laughs> you're right. Yeah, for sure. Uh, n- nonetheless, though, we're we're gonna support the Rapids. We're gonna, you know, be there, be loud, and we're gonna, you know, like no matter what, like uh, like like last week. I think it goes without saying, you know, like I, I've of course been a lot. I feel like we've role reversed. I'm a lot more negative <laughs> than usual, and you're you're really you're pretty much like ready for. I mean, we're both ready for next season. Let's be honest. This was not a great start, but yeah, it remember, does, it does. It's not about how you way. start. It's about it's, how you end. It's about how you finish. And, We've done some crazy things over time, you know. Wins, we, we we don't need to be first in the West in order Every to make year. a deep late season run. If we can get hot at the right times, you know, we we can upset some people. And uh, you know, I don't think we have a roster built to do that right now. And I, I think there's still lots of questions all over the field. But those are questions. It's not exclamation marks. You right. know, we have some guys that still need to prove a lot. Absolutely. Uh, we've got some guys that are capable and probably willing to do so. You know, Cole Bassett had another good game. Let's see it. Um, you know, I, I gave him a lot of shit uh, when he, the body language was bad and he, it didn't look like he wanted to be here. But if he if he can bear down and play well, if, if him and Max can play well, we have a, a nice little combination in the middle of that midfield. If if Ronan can play a forward pass once in a while, mm-hmm. if Brian Acosta continues to you know put in a challenge every once in a while and be kind of the solidity and the senior member of that engine room, our defense I don't necessarily have too many concerns with. And nah, question mark on the left back spot yeah, still. But you add Yarbrough, you have Rosenberry's consistent. Uh, you have a couple of options at your secondary center back spot. Maxu looks like he could be team of the year. Uh, there, there's a little bit of a spine there. Oh, there's so a little good. bit of a spine there. I, the the questions still remain on the attacking side of the ball. Always, we have always. to figure out a way to score, and boy, oh boy, uh, are we excited to see how we work that out this week, next week, and ongoing. Yeah, our spine should eventually be Yarbrough, Maxu, Acosta. Who do you put this to ten? Galvan? I think I, I truly believe a double 10 or a twin eight would do wonders because I, I don't see any almost, reason why you don't like play a, Bassett and Max. A twin Bassett, eight like in a four one two one two diamond? Like in a diamond. <laughs> I, I really think your, your two most exciting players, the two players that can make the most out of the, the least is, is Bassett and is Max. And if we can get both of those players clicking, even at eighty percent, we've got it. We've got ourselves a little bit of a, a 
uncovered gem. Then they get sold. Po- possibly, possibly. <laughs> Hell, you know what? We're if back we, to square if, one. If, Ma- if Max plays himself into a position where he's sellable, we've done something. Okay, this year. I'll take that. That is that is the mark. One, Max be playable. Two, Galvan play. <laughs> Three, throw Rubio in there. Cabral maybe a start. All Three, of a sudden, maybe we have an exciting team. Two, two draws on the road. Hey, you know. <laughs> Who knows? Hit Who the knows? over, Rapids. Come on, just hit the over for once. We we do want points on the road. That is that's that's the bar. You've got to get a point on the road. You got to get three points at home. The three points at home would have come a lot easier against Kansas City. Right. But we have a tough three points to win on Saturday. So Absolutely. something to definitely be excited about. I'm hoping to see more butts and seats. I'm hoping to see just as full of a tailgate. We've got a band coming at you uh, from here on in every week. Get out there early. Get out there for the mini donuts, if nothing oh, else. Mini donuts. You are got so mini good. donuts. You got Devin's hot dogs. Uh, you've got you've got reasons to be excited. You've mm-hmm. got reasons to be optimistic about your rapids. And ladies and gentlemen, that's more than we could say one week ago. Yeah. Well, I'll I'll give you that. I, I just. Uh... We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> and, and the roles have reversed. Like you said, I was pessimistic all year last year, but I, I hit a corner where I said, okay, now that there is no expectations right. whatsoever. That is the only caveat. Let's, you know, and I, that's not a free pass. That's not a free pass to the front office. That's not a pa- That's not a pass for Porig building a roster that I don't think is competitive in MLS. Mm-hmm. But. We cheer for the laundry. I say it every week. We <laughs> cheer for the laundry. We, you know, the boys in Burgundy are, 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 uh, that's, you know, that's all we got to cheer for. And, you know, even though I think they're up against a, a monumental task, we got to be the plucky underdog. We've got to go out there and steal points where we should not. And that starts this weekend. So, Jared, where uh, can they find you uh, cheering on the laundry? Ooh, you can find me cheering on the laundry somewhere towards the top of 117 to 118 with my very pregnant, beautiful wife. What about online? And you can find me at Jared underscore Geisler on Twitter where I'm dealing hot takes. Yeah, dealing all the hot takes. Uh, you can find me at Warners 715 um, Yeah, that's going to be it. Follow uh, C38 at C38SG, Centennial38 on Facebook. Check out the new website because we... we Pimped it out in the last episode, but Exhibit came in. He pimped our site. Yeah, We've got a fish tank and a coffee maker riding shotgun. <laughs> yeah, and 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 articles on the C thirty website written by yours truly coming out soon. Hot takes. You can find hot takes on the website. You can find them on Twitter. Uh, you can find dates and tickets and bus tickets at C thirty eight. SG.com. Go C38 check it out. C38SG.com. Please check it out, bro. I, I work so hard on the website. Hey. Devin works so hard on the website. BLA. Boraz worked hard on the website, all right? Make you it, heard it. You know, yeah. Hey, these are volunteer hours. Everybody just enjoy it, and uh, <laughs> we will take thank yous in the form of uh, beers. We got a mostly. computer guru, too, Josh. Josh came by and helped us out. So, heard it here first. Check it out, please. Give us circuitos. Beat L.A. Beat L.A. We'll see y'all when we see ya. Bye-bye.